I have the stripiest symbol of a nation ever to be bestriped. I've got a bit of an eggy problem. It's a podcast where Jake Yap and Nat Tapley, that's him and that's me, talk about the most important things that have ever happened in the world. What's special about today? We're going to find out. That's right. And then cause conflict between all of those fascinating things as we put them together in a battle to find out what's the most interesting thing that ever happened. And I'm sure yeah. you've got the just. We realise the competitive format is slowly chipping away at our friendship. And yeah. <laughs> I start looking at you and I hate you now. I, I used to love you and now I just. Pick I look at you and I just imagine you dying in horrible ways. Anyway, here's round one. I'm going to take you back to the 3rd of December, 1988. Ooh. And Edwina Curry, mm. one of your favourites, declares during a television interview, most of the egg production in this country, sadly, is now affected with salmonella, mm. causing a massive uproar <laughs> and <laughs> the devastation of many chickens. Mm. Edwina Curry, she's an odd one, Edwina Curry. She's a funny one. You interviewed her once. I did interview her once. Um, it was the morning after the 2015 general election. Wow. And I was pretending to be Vladimir Putin at the time. Yes. It which was, she was okay with. She was okay with which, that. Which, uh, you know, the, who who should we judge the most? The guy pretending to be Vladimir Putin <laughs> or the woman agreeing to be interviewed by the guy pretending to be Vladimir Putin? Uh, and she was quite. She was in quite a good mood that morning. She they was just won. jolly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just won a majority. Yeah. Until we asked her about um, the fact that she'd known Peter Morrison was a paedophile and had said so in her diaries. Um, and she didn't like answering those questions. No. And Jimmy Savile as and well. And Jimmy Savile, yes. Because as health secretary, she'd taken him out to dinner at Annabelle's or somewhere. She'd gone out to dinner with him repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. And you asked her, what was he like? And she said, not a very nice man. I, I didn't like him. <laughs> and you said... I can't remember. Well, in your book. Oh, yes. <laughs> On page 42 of your diaries, yeah. you say, he's delightful. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it? Yeah, it was a fun time. Oh, we could all, days. we were all sort of, yeah, sitting very upright in our chairs as we watched <laughs> you do that. <laughs> Amazing moment. Okay, what you got? Um, I have the 3rd of December... 1775, which is the launch of the Grand Union flag. So up until 1775, uh, American ships had flown the Red Ensign, which had a Union Jack up in the corner, or a Union flag up in the corner, mm-hmm. and the rest of it was red. And that showed that it was a, an American boat. Right. Ship, I don't know what they're called, you know, floaty thing. Floaty thing. It was an American floater. When they needed a new flag, because they didn't want to be British anymore, yeah. they came up with the Grand Union flag, which was, again, a Union Jack in the corner, but <laughs> red and white stripes. Okay. So it was made up of the stripes, which would then become the Stars and Stripes, and the Union Jack. So I like to call it the Jack and Stripes. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it was first raised on the warship Alfred at Philadelphia, uh, and yeah, and it replaced the red ensign, which was the previous flag. Gosh. And it then became the Stars and Stripes when they, later on they went, we should probably take the whole Union Jack thing Yeah. Out. That's not... It's time for a rebrand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really need to refresh. Wow. I mean, it's sort of a bit like, you know, the Snickers or the Starburst moment, isn't it? Yes. I would argue slightly more Stripe important. Burst? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say it's stars a... and Stripe Burst. Okay, fine. Whatever. Uh... Well, how do you feel about that round? Um, I feel like 
I've got that round. I think you won that round because the only value add to my contribution was your story. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I was trying to score a point off your anecdote. So, all right, I think, yeah, I think okay. it's it's fair deuce. I think you've absolutely got that one. Okay. That's 2-1 to Let, you. Let's have the birthdays. Let's do the birthdays. to Louisa Cheeves McCord, a poet from South Carolina and suffragist, who also had some terrible opinions in the American Civil War. So you go, oh, she's a poet and a suffragist. She must be a good person. But she wasn't. She was terrible. She arranged for the first monuments to Confederate soldiers to be put up after the war. And yes, she continued banging that drum for the rest of her life. Uh, also, happy birthday to Ozzy Osbourne, who has a house covered in dog poo, as far as we know. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You were like, you're multi-millionaires. Yeah, get Why do you not have a keeper of the stool? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why would you yeah. not have some some guy yeah. sorting that out? I don't, I don't know. Who wants to live like that? Not me. I don't, well, I don't want to live with any of the Osbournes. No. If you had to, which one? Actually, the dog poo might be a step up from conversing just... with any of the other inhabitants <laughs> of the house. <laughs> uh, if I had to live with one of them, um, Kelly probably seems like the one who... Yeah. Went through the most difficult period and sort of learned Emerged. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Um, also, happy birthday to Daryl Hannah. She's a mermaid, or at least was, briefly. Yeah. But, yeah. I think she still identifies as a mermaid. Uh, happy death! Happy death day to Vasily the Third of Russia. Vasily the Third, of course. Vasily is um, in English Basil. Um, and he came between uh, Ivan the Great and Ivan the Terrible. And this is true. He was called Basil the Adequate. <laughs> Shut up. Are you serious? <laughs> Absolutely serious. Basil, Basil the, Adequate. the Adequate. That's amazing. Which of all of the um, nicknames for kings I've found recently is my favourite. Basil the Adequate. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, also, happy death day to Robert Louis Stevenson. Famously lived in Edinburgh, but died in Samoa. Oh, yes. He went to live in Samoa. Um, oh. And the, his last words were, what's that? Does my face look strange? No. And he keeled over. Yeah. Wow. Um, also. Is that, is that, you know, was that, do you think it was a stroke thing? Yeah, they think it was a cerebral hemorrhage. Yeah. And he was feeling it and going, oh. oh. Okay. Uh, also, happy death day. And a particularly happy, happy death day to Oswald Mosley, who died on this day in 1980. Yes, thank you for putting us all out of your misery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Round two, I'm going to the 3rd of December 1901 when Theodore Roosevelt also did a State of the Union and his State of the Union was, I need the power to break up trusts which were large monopolies like uh, Standard Oil and he used that power to break up um, big monopolistic corporate powers and it was the first time really that the government had, of anywhere, had decided they had the right to break up monopolies uh, and to decide how big companies should be. Hey, that's good. Hmm. And was it a popular move at the time? It was not with the people who owned the companies, it wasn't. No. <laughs> they didn't like it at all. It came from the Sherman Act, and Sherman, who passed the Sherman Act, said, if we will not endure a king as a political power, we should not endure a king over the production, transportation, and sale of any of the necessities of life. Wowzers. Yeah. I can totally beat that. A good. With uh, 1730, mm. December the 3rd. We swapped over. You did the old ones today. Yeah, and Collie Sibber. 
who we mentioned in an earlier podcast, yes, uh, is appointed British Poet Laureate under King George II. Is he the first Poet Laureate? I don't think so. Uh, But... He sounds like quite a character. <laughs> do tell. I'm, I do like this. this I mean, we know this yeah, family yeah. has history. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> this, this, is, this is my new favourite fascinating person from history, right? Collie Sibber, uh, born 1671. Yeah. Uh, he was an English actor manager, mm-hmm. i.e. not picking up enough work. <laughs> yeah. Had to still do a bit of front of house. Playwright and poet yeah. laureate. And um, he wrote a memoir called uh, Apology for the Life of Collie Sibber. <laughs> 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 and apparently it just it just goes on all over the shop it's rambling just mad stuff he wrote 25 plays mm. for his own company at drury lane um but they were like he was sort of short on inspiration so what he'd do for at least half of them was he'd adapt ones that you knew um <laughs> collie sibbers Macbeth. yeah which, You'll believe a man can... Yeah, which led uh, Robert Lowe and Alexander Pope, among others, to criticise his, quote, miserable mutilation of crucified Moliere and hapless Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> but they said the same about Shakespeare, didn't they? That's what oh, Upstart they? Crow... Up the, oh, OK. That was a quote from Robert Greene, who called him an Upstart Crow feasting on the corpse of the rest of us or something. OK, well, yeah, exactly. No, everything's derivative. Um, because, as we all know... Uh, Romeo and Juliet, it's based on West Side Story. Yeah. Uh, Shakespeare travelled forward in time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he thought of himself as an actor first, mm-hmm. um, and he was terrible. Um, we all like to think of ourselves as an actor first, but really... He, he, was, he was a comical actor, <laughs> but not advertently. <laughs> So whenever he did like tragic acting, he was he it, it, it described it says he was persistent but much ridiculed. <laughs> uh, and uh, no one liked him basically, and he was accused of tasteless theatrical productions, shady business methods, and social and political opportunism. I, I love this guy, <laughs> and it's thought that that is what gained him the laureateship. Not his poetry talent. It right. was his conniving little ways. Um, and Alexander Pope wrote a satirical poem about him called The Dunciad. <laughs> but I've got a sample of his poetry. Oh, lovely. Would you like to hear a I stanza would, would definitely of the tragic poem The Blind Boy? <laughs> <laughs> I would. Okay, ready? Sorry. <clears throat> yes. I'm going to do it in my best sort of tragic actor yes. projection way. Oh, say... What is that thing called light which I must ne'er enjoy? What are the blessings <laughs> of the sight? Oh, tell your poor blind boy. <laughs> I love it, this guy. He, do you reckon he often sits there being blind going, I wonder what light's like, <laughs> which I will never enjoy. Yeah, oh, tell me, dude. I've got a list of things I will never... There's light, there's yeah. the colour green, there's the concept <laughs> yeah. of the sky. Just think of all the things really me as got a poor into blind the, boy. The mind of a blind boy. <laughs> but of course, I'm sure most... Uh, a lot of blind people would be able to tell you... They can tell you when yeah. it's day or night, you know. They can Not hear different sounds, they can feel different things. Anyway, so, um, yeah, he he's mm. he's one, one to watch... <laughs> Collie Sibber. Uh, the whole Sibber family yeah. seemed to be... Yeah, incredible. 
I'm hoping this goes on and we can find a Sibber oh, every day of the year. Oh, yeah. Let's turn it into Sibber fight. <laughs> Sibberling rivalry. Nice. That's what we should call it. Yes. Okay. So... You won that one. Did I really? Yeah. <gasps> okay, cool. Sibber's so, better than... So is that two all? That's two all. That's two all. Two all. We are back tomorrow with another date fight. Uh, and we'll see if we can take it down to the wire like we did last week. Mm. In the meantime, if you could subscribe and share... I know we go on about it. We don't want to go on about it. If you just answer you your phone, can, we wouldn't have you to call You can make this stuff. We've, we, every night, we are in your hedge, mm. outside your house. You shouldn't say this. Whispering. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> they because, don't need to. Because we actually are. Yeah, okay, brilliant. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Please don't turn on the alarm. Bye.